Am I not on? When Kanye? Oh. <laughs> Let me resume recording. All right. So, oh my God, like we've had an, a, a phenomenal time already. <laughs> As we start this podcast. But listen, y'all, this is Dakeisha Williams, your virtual COO. Super excited to be here with none other than Quinn Conyers uh, on the Profit Producers podcast. And let me tell y'all, I'm going to tell you, we already are, we already are ramped up. So I know that she's going to deliver. But the beautiful thing about it is, let me, let me hush everybody on my team because that will keep coming in. <clears throat> the beautiful thing about it is this is like entering into Dakisha's home and sitting on my couch. Like that's how I look at the podcast, right? Because people see us online, Quinn, they see, they see us training, they see us teaching and delivering, they see us, you know, the glitz, the glam, but I like to, I like to interview people and get like the real deal the behind the scenes. Mm -hmm. So I would like for you to share like a little bit about how you got started. And before you say that, um, so hold on, because it was 2014 that you had the event mm -hmm. in Baltimore? Probably around there. Yeah. Two, yeah. 2014. Yeah. Around 2014. Yep. So I've known Quinn. Y'all, no, let me, no, let me not even say I've known Quinn. I got on the highway and I drove <laughs> with two business friends three hours to this young lady's event and i had never met her a day in my life that's a love day in my life. that's love right like yeah. listen like just to say that for a second and for us to still be here mm -hmm. together that's huge i love it i love it all right so go ahead and tell them how you got started because the event that I, I participated in was part of her journey yeah. So, you know, my name is Quinn Conyers and I mainly work with black women in business and teaching them how to turn virtual conversations into cash so they can profit from public speaking. And how I got here is a little bit interesting. I pivoted before it became sexy, before it was mandated, before the pandemic hit. And I was actually the proud chief fashion officer of a business called Purse Paparazzi. And I sold various purses and handbags to women in the beginning, just general. And then as I progressed, my business grew and I got licensing to create purses for women who are members of a sorority or who attended historically black college or university. So initially, a lot of people know me now for what I'm doing in the speaking and training space, but I've actually always have been a speaker. That's been my foundation. And then I, you know, started cheating on speaking and I got with entrepreneurship and I kind of left speaking to the side a little bit. And then I just <laughs> had to have a full-fledged conversation be like listen I love both of y'all so I need us to be a thruple so speaking entrepreneurship in me decided to kind of make it official and at the time that Dakisha and I met I was in the beginning phases of my purse business I don't think I had any licensing yet nope. I was just selling regular handbags and I was teaching people what I called purse principles how to be dynamic business women as I was spinning it off my purse business so I would have things called you know clutches and conversations I've always been really creative with words and really just creating providing a unique experience for women to get together and discuss business 
business topics, as well as have a fun, fashionable shopping experience. So it kind of started there. And then, you know, between my business taking off and me speaking and then me actually putting down the purse business and picking up my gift of gab again, it's kind of how it's all become kind of full circle. So that's just kind of like the tip of the iceberg. But right now I really do enjoy speaking life into women. If you're a melanated woman, I love that even better. I love it. I love it. Yes. And I still have my cobalt blue purse upstairs. <laughs> um, super excited. But, and I mean, you had even created a program and I remember it too. You created a program on how to um, be profitable with vendor. Do you remember that? Do I? That's I, I remember we had a conversation. <laughs> You know, in business, you you need some good girlfriends or people who just know certain things. And, you know, when I was heavy into the vending business, you know, one of the things is speaking has always been my gift. You know what I mean? But it's it's different when you move into your purpose or your calling. And that's why I feel like when I was with the purses, that was part of my gifting. But I was doing very well. I was selling at various vending events. I was making really good money. So the entrepreneur that I am completely kicked in was like, you need to teach other people how to be victorious vendors because I was doing a lot of vending and I mean I was trying when I say I'm good at sales but it was just like everybody she was went killing it y'all. like she being real humble she was killing the <laughs> vendor game but nobody was signing up to work with me so I was doing well selling to individuals but when I was mm-hmm. trying to teach the art of being a successful vendor and a victorious vendor it was very hard for, for people to kind of latch on it was just like I don't know, you know, they struggle paying their 150 or 250 or $500 vending fee, then they didn't want to pay me on top of that. So that became very frustrating because I was doing well. People could see that I was doing well. When you're hosting a class, I would host a class and then nobody was showing up or the intro class would be like, you know, $97 or, you know, $49. And I would make my offer offer, you know, right. as far as a couple hundred bucks, crickets. But you are a great speaker, though. Can we take a picture and put it on social media? (laughs) Last time I checked, um, pictures on social media don't pay bills. So that was just, it was crazy. And I'm glad that you shared that because that's the, and I say this every single episode. So I hope that you listeners out there see the consistency. And it's all about sharing our journey. Because as I was sharing with you earlier, Quinn, a lot of times they see the now. They see the now and they don't realize it took us, what was that, six years to, uh, yeah. to, to be successful, right? And whatever your definition of successful is. But they don't realize, they see the now and they see, or they're just exposed to us and they're like, oh my God, you know, the Keisha's killing it, Quinn's killing it. Like they don't, they don't know until we share our stories like this, that you've had, you know, opportunities where you've pitched in crickets. You know, so it, it, it hasn't always been the glitz and the glam. And I love that you shared that, you know, um, what, what would you say has been one of the greatest uh, moments of struggle in your entrepreneurial journey? Well, I can pick probably one out of a million, mm-hmm. but I think in what you mentioned and what you're talking about is people often see what I call our breakthrough, but they have no idea what our been through has been. Uh-oh. So come on, y'all, did y'all, did y'all get that? <laughs> Say that that one more time because we're going to quote that one. You're going to see that one. So people often see, you know, our breakthrough, where we are right now, clients and customers and head wraps, right? They see that. They're like, yes, winning. I want to be like Queen when I grow up. I want to be, you know, I want to do what (laughs) 
is doing, right? But they have no idea what that been through has like, what it means to host, you know, four or five events and two people show up, what it means to pitch your program and work with you for $400 and nobody says yes, what it means in 2014 to host your own live event, have 170 people RSVP, 100 people show up, have eight volunteers, a videographer. Come on now. And then make your offer to work with you for $397 with 100 people in the room and no one signs up. Woo! Oh, that was just my story. You know, Woo! just one of my stories. So it's just like that made me stop speaking for three years, you know, because I'm wow. just like, I'm done. I'm over it. Like, I'm just so tired of Quinn. You're such a great speaker. Yeah, but nobody isn't. I'm trying to make this a business, you know? Right. So just really frustrated. I mean, that was one of the things. And then, you know, just entering into a market where people just told me that, you know, I was limiting myself. You know, when I started Perks Paparazzi, we made that shift to create purses for HBCUs and black women who are in sororities. Don't limit yourself. You know, there's so much other people that you can work with. And I'm like, no, you know, oh, and you're not in a sorority, you know, and you're, you know, trying to find all the things that were wrong. But at the end of the day, we're all black women. And Hello. thank God I didn't listen to that because me creating these purses for the AKAs, the Deltas, the, you know, the SG Rose and the Zetas, those are the reason why I was able to quit my nine to five job and pursue entrepreneurship and speaking full time in 2015. You know, so I won't even say speaking, it was entrepreneurship because I told you I quit speaking after that. Whole thing. <laughs> Let's just be real. Believe um, that. You know, but, and it's, it, mm -hmm. you know, sometimes it, you know, and I, I said that, you know, um, it pushed you into a place where you stopped doing what you love for three years. And, yes. um, you know, it just, oh. I mean, sometimes this 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 space can can kind of beat you up. Where you know you just have to kind of you have to step back in order to step forward. You have to take a reset. But yeah. let's fast, so let's oh. fast forward to some 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 good. You go no, you you took your break now, right? So yeah. what are what what are you currently working on right now that you are super duper passionate about? You know, I'm just excited about giving Black women in business their voice back. Mm. And I say that because I feel like right now we are encouraged to speak up. But a lot of times I felt like over the years, whether you were in corporate America or family life, you know, a lot of times women, especially black women, you know, have been told that you're supposed to be seen, but not heard. Don't mm -hmm. speak unless spoken to be humble. And now you're pushed into the space of entrepreneurship where you are required to be the spokesperson for your business. And a lot of us really are uncomfortable with broadcasting our brilliance. You ask yeah. us what I do sure. when we play it safe and we're settling. So it's just, it's just very fulfilling to work with these women. And again, um, see the breakthrough where we give them that confidence to kind of really show up boldly for what they can do and the transformation that they provide. So that's where I am now. Um, and just making sure that entrepreneurs are using their voice in their business, because a lot of times, you know, we sign up to be entrepreneurs, we sign up to be business owners. And what happens, what comes with that is you get opportunities to be on podcast interviews, you get opportunities to speak, you get opportunities to be, you know, on virtual stages, but a lot of entrepreneurs are not maximizing and monetizing that. So they have no clue of the value that's in their voice and how to leverage those opportunities to grow their business. That's where I come in. That's where, you know, I shine very bright. So I want you to share with us real quick before we go to break. Um, what are three tips that you can give to our, our listeners, um, African-American women, African-American women entrepreneurs that they can do right now in their business 
to to really brand their brilliance? Yeah, great question. So the first thing is I would definitely recommend as a woman or even a black woman in business that you get rid of all discount dialect. What does that mean? When you are speaking on behalf of your business and you're showing up, don't use weak words. Words like, oh, I can help you do this. I can help you do that because subconsciously you're labeling yourself as the help. I want you to get rid of words like that and replace that with what I call luxury language. And that is words and language that really attract the target client that you can super serve. So the first thing I would do was tell you to get rid of any weak words that's discrediting, you know, disconnecting or just devaluing you um, and doesn't really speak to your experience and expertise. Number two, I will focus on visibility. Your voice needs to be seen and heard, seen and heard. So how are you using video, social media, you know, email marketing, any type of platform where people can see or hear you or see you and overall just experience you. A lot of us are really content um, grabbers. We digest it, we eat it, but we don't produce any of our own. So we'll sit on Dakisha's email or her live or her, you know, training, but we will never create a training of our own. So become visible and create your own. And then last but not least, get yourself a girl gang. Like at the end of the day, I know it sounds gang, great. Gang, gang, gang. You know, it sounds <laughs> I'm good. Sorry, my, my Richmond came out for a second. <laughs> it's all right. It, 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 it would make you feel like you can do all this by yourself. And they say that black women are starting businesses the fastest and we're also failing the fastest and they attribute it to resources and money, all facts, no lies detected. But what we also need as women, especially black women in business is we need confidence and we need a community. So if you have a girl gang or a group of other women who are your cheerleaders and, you know, cheering you on and have someone that you can have real conversations with about business stuff, you need that. So get yourself a girl gang be visible and use luxury language i love it gang 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 all right for real we're going to a break you guys (laughs) and we'll be right back